Hello, folks out there. This episode of the podcast is partnered by Audible. Greg, you know what I love about Audible? What do you love about Audible, I don't have to pick up a book anymore and carry it around with me. In fact, I carry it around in my phone, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They literally keep thousands of titles right on your phone, accessible at any time, when you're driving, when you're cooking, when you're mowing the lawn, changing a diaper, doesn't matter. It's all right there at your fingertips, John. They've got podcasts, they've got lectures, they've got some like health and wellness and like fitness series on there that if you just are looking for something to fill that gap, like you're not getting into a book right now, it's all there for you, man. If you're a member, Greg, what's cool about it is you get three titles per month. The first one, you can pick whatever you want. Like I've said, I'll probably start hitting up some of those health and wellness books. And then what's awesome is they have two Audible exclusives exclusives folks you can't get it anywhere else it's true that is very true so if you guys want to get on the audible train you can go to audibletrial.com slash j-a-t-g that stands for johnny and the greg hook yourself up with a 30-day free trial no promises no nothing if you don't like it which i can't imagine you're not going to like it um it, you can cancel at any time but the great thing about that is the books you get during your free trial or if at any time those books are yours like you get to keep them you can listen to them non-stop anytime all the time sounds like a deal to me man so if you guys are smart like i know you guys are because you already listened to this podcast sign yourself up guys what do you got to lose it's 30-day free trial yeah. and it's books it's knowledge you gotta drink it up it is so one more time, it is audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. If you haven't heard it, then it's new to you. Welcome to Johnny and the Greg. <laughs> What's up? What's up, man? We don't have a guest today, so that means you guys get to sit yeah. back, relax, and listen to another version of our topic storm. I I, tr- I, uh, I tried getting a guest. I, I was working to, to get a guy to come in, um, and I want to throw it out there, and uh, I don't know. One of the issues that's happening lately that I want to touch on, but I want to, I don't want it to be two white guys talking about it. Um, is the, uh, racism against Asians. And, uh, that's been in the news a little bit lately. Um, Yeah. I've been hearing that. I've seen a lot of memes. Can you give me a little four one one on that? What, why are they, is it, is it, I, I, well, it certainly started with, well, no, it's been going on a long time. It didn't start with that, but um, it's just been kind of like increasing a lot lately. And um, there's a lot of, I think, Asian racism out there that people were unaware of. And they just took it as, it's almost like, it's almost like they're a forgotten race in America to a point. I mean, there's. So, I, so I, why the hate? What's going on? Like, well, I think it's, it, it has to do a lot. People that they see or no, no. Well, it's, it's like in the media. I mean, it, well, it, it's in, it's in the media. It's, uh, what everybody thinks about Asians. Um, 
you know, there's, I think it's somewhat started with the Dr. Seuss, uh, the pulling of certain books that he had written and they're not even his most popular books. They were like, uh, how the film, how is it an Asian? There was, there was, uh, Asian imagery in there that was very racist. Okay. Um, and I, uh, just with, and this is why I wanted to get, uh, one of my, uh, friends who happens to be of Asian descent, um, not even descent. He's, uh, he's first generation American. Uh, his oh, okay. parents, uh, immigrated from, uh, Burma. Okay. <clears throat> and I, hopefully buzz, if you're listening, I'd love to have you on buddy. Um, oh, buzz it's buzz. Yeah. Yeah. Buzz. yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, we, we've been trying to get him on for a while. Not that he hasn't, he's been dodging us or anything, but we just, he's a busy man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would love to have his, I mean, he grew up in, in the heart of New York, uh, and I, I would just like to get his perspective on things. Um, he, he, he had a very nice post about, you know, there's things that are out there that we, um, don't even know. And I, I fought the good fight like early on in the pandemic because there were a, a number of people that I knew that were calling it like the Kung Fu flu or the yeah, Chinese yeah, flu. Yeah. Um, a lot of that perpetuated by uh, certain politicians that were in power at the time. And I was like, you really want to call him a politician? No, not really, <laughs> he was, but he was a TV star. Call him a douchebag. Um, but he, you know, I, I remember being at a family gathering and, uh, and someone was like, they were calling it like the China flu. And I went, I was just like, don't call it that. It's like, why not? It came from China. I'm like, that's, it's still, it sounds racist. I said, just call it COVID-19 or call it coronavirus or, you know, call it by its medical name rather than some nickname. And he's like, why? He's like the Spanish flu. Like no one got mad about that. I'm like, mm, the Spaniards did because Spanish flu started in Queens. <laughs> and, and why was, was it called the Spanish flu? I have no idea. I mean, I, I think I, I looked it up once and it was, it was just like, um, maybe it started in Spanish Harlem or, or, or something. I don't know, but it just got that name and it's stuck and has absolutely nothing to do with, uh, with, you know, the Spaniards or people of, uh, Latin descent or anything like that. But, um, it's just a lot of ignorance involved in that conversation, but I wanted to bring him on cause I've been seeing it a lot, like, uh, stop the Asian hate and, and things yeah, like I've, that. I've the hashtag that's a lot going on. And I, I just wanted to get somebody on. So, so yeah. buzz, if you can't make it, that's, uh, totally fine. But, uh, if someone else would like to be on and, you know, educate us about this, it would be one of those, uh, serious shows that, that we have every once in a while that, but I, I would love to get somebody on. Cause like we've said before, we're two white dudes yeah, and we're living in the upper Midwest and we need people to educate us on this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, if you guys want to get on, have a serious conversation. We are ready and willing. Yes. Um, this is something I don't like to do, but it's something we, I, I feel like we have to do. And I hate it because I don't feel like that's part of what I wanted to start here. But for those of you that watch us on YouTube, if you could just like, <laughs> I guess that helps our al uh, <coughs> algorithm. like our Algorithm. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Algorithm. And that puts us to uh puts up higher puts us up higher 
to where more people will click on it and watch it. So if you guys can just give us a, a solid, and I hate doing John, that. I just you whore. Yeah, I hate doing <laughs> that. And um, but you know, if you could just hit that it's like part of button. the game, man. You know, yeah. like subscribe, hit that bell. Yeah. So that you so get maybe maybe we should throw out. something out soon. How how are we doing with merch? Maybe we can give whoever's our hundredth subscriber. Ooh, yeah. We can give uh, a shirt yeah. out to them or a, or a hat. I think yeah, I have but, a hat behind me. So pretty hot, pretty good for the uh, the winter. Or if you're a hipster, you can wear it right now. Doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, you know what? I'll give this to you. Hundredth subscriber. We so. we don't even need to send you Johnny's actual hat unless you're into that. We could just like get you that <laughs> yeah. one he's been pouring sweat into all winter. Yeah. yeah, it's one of my workout hats. I don't know if you guys really want that, but I'll wash it. It is super warm. Yeah, it's a, it's a super. Warm. Hey, um, I guess we can transition a little bit from the 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 serious conversation of Asian hate. Have you? Uh, I sent you the list of kind of the topics we talk about today. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to go here first, but we might as well. It kind of transitions well. What's going on with the NCAA a couple of weeks ago before the basketball tournament started? Did you look into that? Did you see what I was talking about? I did. About? I, I had to go read an article because uh, I, I was pretty ignorant because I haven't been following college basketball or NCAA anything lately. No, so either have I. I when I found out was I didn't <coughs> watch the two Wisconsin games. So you've been more into it than I have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean a little, I yeah. guess. I for some reason I don't know, man. I think it's it's since Gwen's been born, I don't care. I just don't know what it is. And I used to love basketball. I used to play basketball all the time and I used to I think when Jordan left, it just really took something out of me. And then I tried to follow LeBron's career, to, and then I just didn't care after a certain point. And now I'm just, I don't even pay attention to the NBA. I don't pay attention to college basketball. And I actually really love college basketball, but last three seasons, I haven't even. I used, to, I used to start paying attention uh, in March, like end of February, beginning of March. And I think it was mostly because, like, you know, when I was working in an office with my coworkers, the the talk about, well, are we going to do brackets? Do we want to do an office pool? You know, stuff like that started to come up. Yeah. And so I always I always had that passing uh, attention on the Badgers. Um, and then I would start to go, okay, well, yeah, I'll be in the office pool, which means I got to start paying attention to who's doing what. Yeah. And I usually would do pretty well in the office pool. Uh, and it used to annoy people to no end because they never know, paid attention. I, I never I paid think, attention. But yeah. all I did is look at like when it came time to make a bracket. I mean, just they, have, they have all the statistics out there now. Yeah. And so I would just go, OK, well, let's take a look at, you know, things like how many points did they score in the game how, or any, you know, what's their average uh, point scored. Yeah points scored, points allowed, things like that, you know, look at, uh, who's injured, stuff like that. And, you know, you can kind of pick some of the upsets in certain ways Mm -hmm. and then I would just kind of go with it. And yeah, I guessed a lot and I got first a couple of times. People are like, that happens a lot, a lot to a lot of people because I think the people that are really into it, I think you think you overthink, you overthink it a lot. And, um, if you're not careful, you start cheering for the guys that you want to see versus what mm-hmm. might transpire or might make sense 
Yeah. Yeah. I've never won a pool. I've never, I've been in plenty of them and I've gone far enough to where I thought I could win it, but like, you know, last second upset or something. <clears throat> well, and to be clear, when I say I won the pool, the only thing at stake was bragging rights because I'm not dumb enough to enter ones where I have to pay to get in because that would be, you know, the people that really pay attention and really get into it, uh, they do the ones for money. Yeah. And, so they would kick my ass. But the issue that came up uh, in the article I read is the difference between the NCAA men's tournament and the NCAA women's tournament. Yeah. I just and, thought it'd be, I just thought it'd be good that we just give our, <coughs> now we're not yeah. experts in this and we don't claim to be. And, and I'm sure there is tons of data out there that we're not even privy to, or mm-hmm. I even have looked at or, but I just wanted to, Greg, I just wanted to get, since you are, outnumbered in your house mm-hmm. three to two yep um it adds a certain perspective i'm outnumbered in my house two to one and what i mean by that uh, out there audience is sure. i have a wife and a beautiful daughter greg has a wife and two beautiful daughters um so we look at the world a little differently i think mm-hmm. we look at the world a little fairly um but i want to get your thoughts um my first reaction as I was reading the article and it had to do with gender equality and that, uh, to sum it up, um, the NCAA boys teams were provided with beautiful facilities and equipment and, uh, even the perks like their food, they had these giant buffet tables full of like whatever you wanted. And, Mm -hmm. uh, their big deal about their weight room was just like Olympic style, whatever you wanted to work out with weight room. And for the NCAA women's, they were given like sack lunches. And their workout facility was a room that had a stack of yoga mats and a dumbbell set. Yeah. And just very, very in, uh, unequal in setting. So very much so very much. So, so. yeah, I was, um, I think it's disgusting. I think the NCAA should certainly, uh, had somebody looking into that and like prior to, you know, they should have been proactive. They, and in today's setting where, you know, gender equality has been on the forefront for, I mean, at least four or five years. I mean, the, the people are really struggling or not struggling, but, um, making forward motion to make this better. Um, they should have had somebody on top of that. Uh, at the same time, not shocked, not surprised, you know, it's terrible. But when the story came up and I, or when I read it, I was like, yeah, no, they, I mean, it's totally their fault. They totally dropped the ball, so to speak. Um, but NCAA is notorious for putting men's sports dropping the ball. Men. Yeah. They're there. <clears throat> they're the first pre- people to collect the money. They're the last people to take responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my thoughts on it. I'm going to play a little devil's advocate because these aren't really my thoughts, but I can see, I can see a, a side that isn't popular, but it makes the world go round and that's money. Mm-hmm. I heard a shocking statistic today that the men's basketball, the tournament brought in, and I'm, I think it was not this year or obviously not 2020. It was at 2019 when everything wasn't, um, uh, COVID crazy. Right. Um, I think they made like, like, I think it was like 468 million Mm -hmm. in that tournament. 
And I think they had a budget of like $68 million to go into the tournament. The women had like $13 million to go into the tournament. But here's the shocker. They lost by $2.8 million. The women's so they lost money. They lost money doing the tournament. <clears throat> now, that's there's nothing you can do about that, guys. In fact, and when I mean by guys, I mean everybody out there that wants to w- wave this flag. It's it's common knowledge that men's f- or football, college football, and men's college basketball bring in, I would say, 95% of the pie for sports, mm-hmm. for universities. Mm-hmm. And then it trickles down into those other sports that are great sports, but there's just not eyes on it like there are eyes on those on those two sports. Okay. Um, I'm glad there's a WNBA. In fact, I've watched several uh, college women's basketball and professional, and they're the most fundamentally sound players out there because they can't, athletic everything not that they're not athletic but they can't jump out of the gym per se guys have this thing where they kind of skip fundamentals because they're so talented they can get away with it but because women aren't jumping out of the gym or running incredible speeds or are super duper strong and they are just moving people out of the box they have to rely on fundamentals the way you're supposed to play. And they're very, very good at it. I don't know if you've ever watched a women's sure. basketball game. Yeah. Um, is it as exciting as a guy dunking from the free throw line? No, it's not. Um, but the way I feel is that picture, and I don't know everything about that picture. I don't know if that picture is legit. I don't know if right. it's. Somebody that just, I, I don't know why they can't share the same space, but I guess with COVID, you can't. They were in different cities. The women were in San Antonio and the men were in, I think, Indianapolis. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I know that if somebody had a $10,000 budget and told, I, and if I took that $10,000 budget and walked into Dick's Sporting Goods, I could probably come up with a pretty good uh, facility. So this isn't hard to do. Right. Right. It's not like, well, I didn't know, you know, it's, it's, it's real stupid. Now at that point, when you're in the tournament, does that workout facility really make a difference in the tournament? No, I don't think so. Does a grab bag or a swag bag have anything to do with helping these people, uh, win their next game? No, it doesn't, but it is a stark contrast Mm -hmm. to, how these two, how, how this, how these, how do I say this, Greg, how these two, how the genders are treated. Yep. Um, so the, your, your point about the, the men's sports bring in more money than the women's sports. Yeah. Um, that's just a fact. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's data. That's a fact. I can't, can't, uh, dispute that other than, I think at a college level, it's wrong. I mean, not that it, it, the not that the women can somehow magically produce more money, but I think the inequality is still wrong. I agree. The, um, and, and this doesn't just go with sports. I mean, 
you know, we can <clears throat> well, break this all into corporate right. America. We're not going to go that far. So I, no. I'm sorry for sidetracking that. Go ahead, Greg. Sorry. So, so the, the idea, um, you brought up the WNBA and mm-hmm. that, you know, and I've seen like you and there, uh, I saw not too long ago, the pay scales for, uh, you know, the top WNBA player versus like a middle of the road NBA player. Right. And the NBA player is making, I think it was five or six times more than the top women or woman in the WNBA. Um, that because those sports teams are corporations. Yes. Um, I don't like it, but you, you can't magically grow a bigger pile of money as a business just to pay your stars equal to, I mean, because you could say like, Oh, well, the CFL, the Canadian Football League, should be paid the same as the NFL, right? Fortnite, that's that's the, the X, and that's just the yeah. XFL just came out two seasons ago. I think The Rock just bought it. He did. So um, they're gonna not just, it. but but it is, you know, like The Rock can't grow more money. Well, he right. probably can, but you know, it's the idea that it's a business. I mean, those yes. are businesses. Those right. are corporations. So that's why I understand the differences because they got to go with what we're bringing in versus what we're putting out. Um, I think at a collegiate level, it doesn't matter. You, you need to keep that equal in my opinion. Um, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how they accomplish that. Um, I think certainly in, in the small things like workout facility, you know, that can happen. The swag bag incident, they came out and said, well, Yes, the men had, I think, more stuff, but the women's stuff, like like the the price point for the bags were the same, is what they said. Um, like the dollar amount per bag for men to women was equal. The men just got cooler stuff or something. In which case you go back to well then who's filling those bags? You know, figure it out. I, I'm thinking if you're a basketball player, what if you're a men's basketball player versus a women's basketball player? What are you putting in that swag bag that it can't just be equal? NCAA, what are you doing? I mean, if you get if you're getting shoelaces and sweatbands, yeah, put those in the same thing. Yeah, that I mean, I, I I'm with you there. I'm pretty sure. I, I I don't know. I've never looked at a female's workout facility versus a like I can't imagine UConn. UConn is great in men's basketball and is great in women's basketball. In fact, in women's basketball, UConn is like the Alabama of women's women's basketball. So I can't imagine their facilities are anything to like go, well, that's ridiculous. Right. Um, And and maybe that's true for their home facilities, but this is for the NCAA tournament, what was was provided. And, you know— like I yeah. said, it's different cities, so there were obviously different people probably in charge of that. If if it was the same person that was in charge of, well, it's it's one team of five people setting up the facility in San Antonio versus the facility, and I want to say Indianapolis, I can't be 100% on that, where the men were, um, then shame on them and they should be fired uh, because there's no reason for that. Now, if it's completely different people that didn't communicate at all, Still an issue that's easily fixed, but someone should add oversight on that. I so. think it was a situation of 
I think it was an afterthought. And then I was like, dude, they don't even bring us money. Just give them, like, just buy some fucking, like, dumbbells and get some yoga mats. And, you know, if, I, I think you, I think a lot of people that handled it handled it very poorly. They, yeah. and look, I'm not, look, and I understand, I understand, like you said, the NBA versus the WNBA. There's no contest. I'm sorry. If ESPN started giving you equal coverage, they mm-hmm. lose viewerships. They would. If they start talking about it, equal coverage on the radio, right. they lose listeners. They do. That's 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 sad, but it's true. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happens. Um, and you know what? It, it's not just women, okay? Hockey, hockey's rarely talked about on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball takes a third place compared to basketball and to football. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's not just all it's not just well no I mean it it is like they don't even have a women's well they have a women's professional football team but it's a joke cuz they're in lingerie Yeah that we've talked about that before yeah. that, that is totally ridiculous yeah. Now the same article I was reading about this issue um brought up where where there should be more equality and they, they brought up the game of soccer, which I know as Americans, we go uh, soccer, but it's the biggest sport worldwide. So you just got to get over that. Um, is the American men's soccer team versus Mm -hmm. the American women's soccer team. Uh, and that is probably the, one of the sports where I look at it and say, it's as equal as I've ever seen it. Okay. So if you watch men's soccer which versus women's soccer, which I don't, I don't do a lot of, but I have, um, I think the women are playing at the same caliber as the men. That's, okay. that's what I could see. And there's probably some soccer people out there going, what soccer game is he watching? But that's what I, that's what I feel when I'm watching. Uh, so I think, especially in, cause they have, representation from the country like it's the we're not talking like it's new york soccer team versus chicago soccer team again that's the business end of it Mm -hmm. but if you're if you're being sponsored by your country and there's gender inequality that's uh that's an issue like there need there needs to be equity across the board if you're a u.s women's soccer player versus a u.s men's soccer player i that's that's my opinion I just keep thinking about to the fact of, <clears throat> look, the Olympics is a business too. Don't, I don't, I mean, there's TV rights, there's, there's sure. apparel, there's all that. And if the men get more views, which I don't think that's the case. I think the women dominate in terms of viewership. And I remember, I think it was the last time the women were in the world cup. It was huge. It was, well, it, it always is. Yeah. Any world cup game of any gender. Yeah, but I think it's because the women are actually way better than the men They're in terms contenders. of contenders. Yeah. Yeah. They and are I think contenders. that had a lot to do with it. So I you know, I look, we're not gonna solve it. You say that famously every time. We're not gonna solve this today. It's just it was something that I it's the first time it shocked me when I saw that photo. I was like, oh, yeah. that's not cool. And I thought, well what if my daughter was was that was my daughter. And then my next question to myself was, how would I handle that? Because mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't think, and maybe I'm wrong, but I really don't think 
the way to do that is to hop up on a mountain and start screaming about gender equality. And maybe I'm wrong and maybe and I'm I'm so new to this because I would just tell my daughter actually to take it out on the opponent. That's what mm. I would do. I don't know if that's the right way to go. I'm sure I'm going to get somebody telling me that that's the wrong way to go. Hey, look, I'm going to screw up a hundred times when it comes to this. Right. Cause I'm so new to this. And, um, I have a, <clears throat> I don't, I'm, I'm very confused on this because I know it's wrong. I know it's incredibly not equal. And just because it's always been that way, doesn't mean it should be that way. But there are certain things that have been set that you you're not going to stop that money right. ball rolling. It's not going to stop. Um, I I think it went well with the the athlete that did it because she posted it on her TikTok and let the world have at it. Yeah, which you know, is she, people got to watch out for that now because that's. Well, it was, I think it was a good thing. She's like, I'm just going to take a picture of this and let them know what the situation is. And then I'm going to go focus on, basketball. you know, my, my basketball game or, or my sport or whatever it is. And, and, you know, I thought that was fine. I would tell my daughters, yeah, um, I would tell them to scream at the top of the mountain, uh, but don't let that distract you from what you're there to do, okay. which is to, to play basketball. I mean, you've got a, you can't just sweep it under the rug because that was gross negligence actually my opinion yeah if i came across where i would hey, say sweet <clears throat> underneath the rug that was wrong of me i didn't mean to say it like that i i don't know what to do with this and um i'm a little lost i don't i don't know well, how i think I would it i think it shines a light really um shines a light holds up a mirror however you want to say it that you know people that say this really isn't an issue anymore um are dead wrong because oh, of course because this is this is the kind of shit that's still happening, and, and to the point of even just like unequal pay for the same yep. job is yep. still happening. And as much as you say, how is this still happening? I thought there were systems in place to take care of this. Um, it's still out there, and if you're thinking it's not, then you are deluding yourself. Yeah, I agree. I so. agree. So, Whew. all right, yeah, we're gonna stop being heavy now. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, Greg, we're going to transition to kind of a, a thing that I've been telling Greg that he needs to do, whether he jumps on this podcast and does it freely or he did, jumps on our Instagram and gives us a little 15 minute or 10 minute uh, breakdown. But Greg is a obviously you guys should know by now. He's a huge movie fan. Um, yeah. He appreciates all 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 uh, genres. Um, even musicals, people. He loves them. I saw that I episode today on The Magician and I almost threw up. <laughs> I'm not so a fan though. of musicals. I'm not a fan of musicals. I'm just not. Um, though I do think it would be great if the world would just stop whatever they're doing and just join in on a song and start dancing in the middle of the cool. streets. That would be cool. I'm not going to lie about that. But anyway, Greg saw the movie uh, Nobody. Nobody. So, Greg, give us your first ever publicly movie review. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, because I'm I'm not even I'm questioning if it's my first ever movie review public. But anyway, um, nobody's a great film. It really is. Uh, I think e even in this COVID 
still space where not a lot of theaters over are open. Um, it's going to be the number one movie of the weekend. And I hope it, it grosses, you know, Oh wait, I've already, I've already got it right here. That can't be right. The box Can office. Yeah. Yeah. It's saying yeah. it's op- opening weekend. It's, it's grossed, uh, 6,700,000, which that doesn't is, surprise me. Cumulative, I'm sorry, opening weekend, gross USA, uh, 11 million, uh, almost, almost 12. Um, in a world where, in a world, in a world where all theaters were open, this would have been a $40 million easy weekend for this film. Um, it's fantastic. It's, uh, it's from the same people that, uh, made John Wick, uh, in that it's, uh, it's the same writer, despite being it's written by the creator John Wick, uh, Jerk, uh, Derek Kolstad. And there's definitely some similarities in like the writing, mm-hmm. you know, John and uh, the main character whose name is Hutch. Um, they're both highly trained individuals. Uh, they both got out of their respective um, trades for. Well, yeah, for love. I mean, John Wick was relatively new to the love game, but, um, and then they get pulled back in and it's great. I mean, it really, there's going to be so many comparisons to John Wick, but when you watch the film, um, the action is very different than John Wick. Uh, the, the story, the storyline is very different um, of what's going on. Um, and I loved it. What this, what I did feel the similarity to is that in John Wick, in the first John Wick film, when John Leguizamo's character is calling the Russian mob boss mm-hmm. and the Russian mob boss is like, why did you, why did you strike my son? Yeah. And John Leguizamo was saying, well, he stole a car and it was John Wick's car. And the Russian mob boss goes, oh, and yeah. hangs up the phone. <laughs> yeah. And and that that right there, I mean set the stage. It sets the stage that like this this character, this John Wick character has gravitas to him. Yes. Uh he is he's just a badass beyond belief that they then go in to explain later, but right away. I mean, that was such oh, a cool yeah, moment. Yeah. That was such a cool moment in the yes. film. And I still love it. Uh it, yeah, it almost gives you goosebumps. I mean, you're just mm-hmm. like, ooh, ooh, what? let's yeah. let's get into this guy. Right. And uh, nobody is is kind of the same thing. He he starts to go off. There's a scene where he's trying to track somebody down, um, and he's in a tattoo parlor, and he's like, "I'm looking for this tattoo," and he kind of shows a picture of it, and he's got. Uh, there are four guys in the tattoo shop, two are behind him, holding now implements ready to kick his ass. The owner of the shop's got a set of brass knuckles, and then there's like this, I don't know, he's a homeless guy, he's just hanging out, and he sees uh, Hitch's tattoo, which I think was a tattoo of uh, a pair of aces, if okay. I'm wrong. Or it, maybe it was a, uh, an ace and a... Yeah, don't and give too, too much spoilers yet. Yeah. Yeah. It was just his tattoo. And on his wrist and, and this guy sees it and he gets wide eyed and he's like, Oh, and he like stands up and he's trying to squeeze around. Yeah. Hutch and he's like, thank you for your service. And then he goes behind this giant iron door and you hear like 30 locks just and like bars are flying shut everything else. 
And he's like, Hutch is like, hey, you too, man, because this guy's in like a military fatigue jacket. Uh-huh. Um, all the, you know, all the locks go on the door. The guy looks through the little, the little peephole, the little porthole in the door, like slides it shut. Yeah. And then the two other guys at the tattoo, or the other guys in the tattoo shop, he's like, uh, how, how can we help you? I mean, you get the idea that whatever that tattoo means is that there's a lot Hutch, of respect. Hutch, Hutch is a guy that you're just not going to mess with. Yeah. Um, so let, let's go over who, who actually played Hutch. Cause I think that's, that is interesting. It's Bob Odekirk, Bob yeah. Odekirk from better call. So, I mean, and Bob Odekirk's one like acting awards. Oh like, no, he's, 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 he's what you and I have talked about. He's one of those yeah. great character actors. Yeah, absolutely. It's Absolutely. funny because you sent me a TikTok today where that's very, um, I, I I like seeing guys like him go in a in a situation or be placed in a movie where you're not used to seeing that guy do that thing, yeah, and he pulls it off. Like I love seeing that. I love when yeah, they do that. yeah, and he, you never, I mean, you're supposed to not think of this guy as an action guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. the whole setup, right. And during the opening, I don't know, two minutes of the film, he's going through like his daily routine. It's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and it's Is all it this kind of like Bob Parr in The Incredibles, <clears throat> a little bit. I mean, that's that's kind of how disenchanted he is with his life when Bob's working at the insurance company. Right. Um, and you see him; he like he keeps missing the garbage man every week. He's you know yeah. getting his coffee, he's checking in, he's riding the bus, but then interjected in there is him at the bus stop and it's like one of those like enclosed bus stop kind of things and he's there just waiting for the bus just like doing pull-ups like oh, okay like like not str- struggling with pull-ups either he's just yeah. doing pull-ups as he's waiting for the bus yeah and you're like well okay i mean and he's just this tall lanky i'm, I'm gonna guess well how old is bob Kirk? i mean you like get the 56 I saw him training for this. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he really 56? I think he's like 56. Could but I, I would get the feeling that his character is like in his 50s. Okay. Um, is he? Did you look it up? I'm looking it up right now. I'm, I'm doing the math on it. Uh, looking at his birthday, which we haven't had yet. So he is, yeah, he's 59. Whoa. There you go. He's 58 or 59. Or that's he'll impressive. Be, he'll be 59 this year. Yeah, that's impressive. That's great. So, yeah, it really is. We can do it, Greg. Oh, my God. So he, and he just kicks ass in this film. Now, the other difference between this and John Wick is um, no, uh, Hutch is, he's a little bit raw. Uh, uh, yeah, much I think more, I told you about that. Yeah. I liked, I liked the idea of that. I mean, John Wick, you get the idea, oh, this guy's got training. Like, he knows martial arts. Uh, With Bob Orkirk's character, you're like, he's got training, but it's the kind of training where I'm going to just two-shot you. You know, it's it's two hits, me hitting you, you hitting the ground. Would you almost say it's more realistic and not stylish? Yes. They, they, you know, it was, uh, it was function over form. Okay. uh, Definitely in this one where... The the bus scene, which they kind of show in mm-hmm. some of the previews, is you know he's getting his ass just handed to him. Yeah. In fact, there are a couple shots in that film 
I'm like, did he just say, go ahead and punch me in the face? Like, cause it looked so real. Oh and yeah. Like, wow. Um, and then, and then when it goes into like, he's in, he's in action hero mode and the music comes up and stuff like that. And you can tell it's like, well, that's probably a pretty good chore- choreograph kind of thing. But yeah. And his, you know, his cuts, his bruises, they don't just go away. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I like seeing that. Yeah. So, uh, you give it, uh, five oh, stars. You give it yeah, an A. I, mean, I would definitely, I'd give it, I'd give it an A, A plus. I mean, it was, okay. it was great. I saw it on Friday and then I went back and saw it today. Okay. So, so in my world, I judge it by three things. Either I owe it money, meaning I go to it again, yeah. or I, or I would see it, I would pay to see it again, or we're even, you know, I had a great time, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to see it again or see, they owe me money. Yeah. This is a movie that when it comes out on any of the streaming services, it will be multiple times. I will be watching it. Oh, cool. Very cool. I hope they do do more. If you get a shot and, uh, to Greg, I think, um, I think he wants you to go out to the theater, watch the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's that. Let's jump into, it's been about two weeks now, Greg, since the Snyder cut came out. So there's plenty of time for you guys to have watched it or are you're in the middle of it. So FYI, we're going to start talking about the Snyder cut now and we are going to uh, have spoilers. So if uh-huh. you don't want to get spoiled on this, I don't know. Fast forward until you hear us stop talking about it. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Cause here we, what'd you think, Greg Snyder cut? I liked it. Um, I know that doesn't say much because I've said that I liked Justice League, the the first. Uh, oh, you liked that one? Uh, for what it was, I guess. Really? I mean, really? it's kind of weird because now, now I can look back and say, well, I definitely like the Snyder Cut more. Okay. I mean, I, I think it is a better film. Um, the story is better. The, the shots are better. The delivery is better. Um, overall, uh, on pretty much all points, it's a better film. Okay. Um, but all I had to go off of was the first was, was the Joss Whedon justice league. Right. And for all of its flaws, I can still say, eh, it wasn't that bad, you know? Mm -hmm. And I've had long enough to not kid myself on it it's not like i was just walking out of the first time you're walking out of the theater you're like trying to convince yourself no yes. it's good it's good yes it's good yeah yep. it was good i i enjoyed it I, i've been it there good. yeah i've um, been there i've done it enough i've rewatched it enough i've picked it apart you know and i liked it for for some performances i liked it for some of the scenes or, mm-hmm. or parts of the scenes mm-hmm. um to the point where I'm like, can I say I liked the film? Yeah, I guess I liked the film. Uh, the Snyder Cut, I liked a hell of a lot more. Okay. And I've watched it two and a half times. Oh, good for you. I'm What I'm not going to do, and I just noticed this over the weekend, they put out the Justice is Gray. Yeah, I'm not cut, watching a black and which white. Which is the same movie in black and white. Yes. And I don't understand that. Neither do I. <laughs> You know what I don't understand either? When he would, when he does, when he did the Justice League, every Zack Snyder trailer on the Justice League had some Johnny Cash song that just didn't seem like it 
I did hear like he when he's writing a film, yeah, he, he's listening to music, and he in like trailers, and then also if he can in the film, he will he use yeah. whatever he was writing that scene to. He will put in the film. So in the in the opening of The Watchmen, yeah, um, the song that plays, what is it? Hallelujah, I think. I well, that's remember. also that that's in that was in the late the last Snyder cut was Hallelujah. Was it? Uh, yeah. He was. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe I'm wrong on the on the Watchmen one, but uh, that was the song he listened to as he was writing those opening like the still shots where you see Owl Man saving the Wayne yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so and like music just plays into a lot of what he does. Yeah. Uh, Scenes scenes of the film. Let's talk about the differences. Well, hang on. Let's talk about what I thought about it. Okay. Um, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) We we value your opinion on this show. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. I matter. I really matter. Um, (laughs) I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't great. Um, But I understood it. And maybe it took four years for me to really understood that this was his version. This wasn't meant to be anything else. It wasn't meant to be a Marvel Cinematic Universe for the next 20 years. It was meant to be like a like three or four, and then he was done. It was over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was good. Um, I think they should have put this one out, but I understand that they didn't. I understand why they didn't. Um, I will not watch it again. It's too long. I'm not that engrossed in it. Like I could, I could watch Marvel movies all over again mm-hmm. until I'm until I puke. But this one, um, I won't watch it again. I won't sit and watch four hours of it. Um, if it's on TBS, I'll keep it on while I'm vacuuming or doing some house chores. That was going to be well, my question. What What if it's just on? Yeah, then it, then I'll let it play. That's yeah. Yeah, but um, I thought it was good. I thought I'm glad he got his vision out. I know there is this hashtag that is going nuts called uh, "Restore Restore the Snyderverse," which, hey, maybe it can happen on HBO Max. I don't think they're going to put it out on the theaters. Um, right. If if he and everybody else wants to get back involved in that, because being a superhero in multiple movies takes its toll. Hmm. You know, most people don't want to be jacked like that all the time because, and we've gone over this a thousand times. It's it takes incredible discipline to keep that going. Mm-hmm. So, um, so who knows with that? But I'm glad they got it out there. I'm glad I saw it. I enjoyed it. Um, my wife enjoyed it. She goes, "This was much better." I understood why there was a mother box. I understood why mm-hmm. this guy was going after him. I understood you know, the character motivations. She goes, I understood all of that. She goes, when I watched the first one, she had no idea what a mother box was. It was never explained to her. You had to be a DC guy to understand what it was. And if I'm correct, they took it liberties with the mother box. That's not really what that stuff is in DC comics. Yeah. No, not at all. All right. So you want to talk about the scenes? Well, a little bit. My question just to play off of what you're you were saying Snyder was he said it was a five movie arc was it five Justice League films or what did that include Man of Steel BVS Justice League so he would need two more 
two more he movies to, to do, He was just going to do the Justice Leagues. I think he was going to do Man of Steel too. I think he's going to do Man of Steel 2 and he was going to finish the Justice Leagues and that was going to cap it. But other people were supposed to do the Cyborg movie, the Flash movie, the the Wonder Woman movie, right. Aquaman. All that was supposed to come out. But for like his vision, his vision was five films that he would do total? Yeah, so Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League 1, Justice League, I'm I'm just going to call it Justice League Nightmare. I don't know if that was supposed to, but that was supposed to be the, yeah. all these visions we kept seeing throughout these movies was about the nightmare thing and then them coming out of the nightmare thing. So there okay. were, yeah, so it was five. So it was, it was five. five. So, so really, I mean, if, if they were to do, if HBO were to let him, just finish his justice. It was, yeah, it, you could do it in like two seasons of like a mini series. Yeah, you really could. And then, because I I don't know if they would let him do another four hour stint. But if you broke that up into four one hour episodes, which is kind of is already mm-hmm. in the way they broke it up, um, which is almost then the perfect way to <clears throat> tell I think the so. comic book story. I think it would be a great way to do it, but HBO is so hip deep in. They've got a Game of Thrones remake coming out. They've or not remake, uh, prequel series. Yes. Uh, I wonder if they've got the budget for another big special effects. Well, we don't know how they do this. We don't know how they do this, and we, you and I, have talked offline about this. Is I got they were shooting out the word that this Snyder cut after its first weekend. Brought in six hundred and fifty million. Where the two twenty sixteen Josh Dis League, I think that's what they're calling it, <laughs> the one by Josh Whedon. Um, that only pulled in three hundred domestic. Now I don't know if that six fifty was worldwide or if that was domestic. I have no idea, but I know it it did better in the beginning weekend than it did than the twenty sixteen one. Yeah. So that's not. Warner Brothers is a corporation, right? Mm-hmm. They can't look at that and sit there and say, okay, we're good. <laughs> well, but they can. It kind of sounds like they will. I yeah, mean, yeah. the the head of Warner Brothers Pictures, she has said, we're not pursuing anymore. Yeah. It's Zach almost Snyder. like, and I think, in, and that's what you and I talked about, was that they realize that if they give Zack Snyder, like if they allow him to do more, yeah, there's nothing he could if they if they were looking over his dailies or they were looking over his scripts, there's nothing they could add. Because he has the ultimate listen to what I'm saying, card. right? Like, look, look at when I did it my way. Look what happened. Look when it happened when you did it your way, you know, and he has that mm-hmm. ultimate like, you know, he has that ultimate trump card where you can just say, no, my way works, you know, and I don't think the heads up there want to deal with that. Yeah. You know. Um but yeah, so some of the scenes I don't know why they cut some of those scenes out. They were yeah. much better. Um the Amazon battle when he goes when uh Steppenwolf goes to get those that first mother box, that was incredible. Yeah. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, I don't uh like the whole... <laughs> Just the one, the first Wonder Woman scene where she's saving the, 
the kids. Yeah. That was great. Yes. It was much better. I mean, I, I wonder what Joss Whedon was thinking when he looked at what Schneider was doing and went, nah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to cut out. I mean, watching her deflect the bullets with like super speedy fists, that was cool. Yeah. Very and, cool. And I mean, and that's one of those side by side where I think Zack Schneider just used what he already had shot. Like he yes. didn't. Because because Joss Whedon said, well, we're going to cut out this part. We're going to cut out this part. We're going to use this take instead of this take. And, and it's like, why? Yeah. It, it's almost like he was just uh, like a, a male dog marking his territory by pissing on something. Yeah, I agree. And, and you're like, wow, wow. He yeah. didn't care about the end product is what it really what it seemed like. Yeah. It, yeah. I think uh, I don't know what Josh thought. I really don't. I would Joss, love to. Joss. Joss. Sorry. Joss. I would love to sit down and talk to him. I mean, oh. really talk to him. Yeah. No, no. I mean, really talk to him and have an honest conversation of, hey, man, like, why did you, was this a, was this a pissing contest? Was this you thinking you were better than everybody else? Like, have an actual honest conversation, which nobody will ever get. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would love to sit there and, and, and understand where, where were you coming from? Because there was so much good stuff like, and like, and I'm not going to, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of stuff we could go over bit by bit, but the, the Superman, um, introduction at the end when he comes to kind of assist or in a sense, save the day or turn the tide, Mm -hmm. that gave us goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, Remember the last time I got goosebumps watching a Superman scene? Yeah. So that was really cool. And so um, I don't know. I don't know why. But, you know, it is what it is. Studio interference. You see what you get sometimes. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, a lot of that just having to stick to a schedule so that they could compete against Marvel. And then they end up just taking a bath. Yeah, and, you and I had a fantastic idea on how we would turn that around. We did. What did we say? Who were <laughs> the two? Who were the two people we would get to uh, restart the DC universe? Movie wise. Oh gosh, we said Brad Bird and. Oh yeah, Brad. We did. We said Brad Bird and Bruce Tim. Um, yes. Put those two together. Yeah. And let them have at it. Yes, I think that would be fantastic. So. If anybody can remotely get this in front of Warner Brothers brass, which I doubt <laughs> they will, but we are throwing our hats in for Bruce Tim and Brad Bird to do that because I think there's a lot of justice. There's a lot of DC fans out there that want good movies like Marvel. They want that success of Marvel. They want people yeah. to be excited about those characters, and they should be. Um, but I will tell you this, guys. If you're looking for the DC universe, it's already been established with Bruce Tim. He did it with Batman yeah. and Superman, then the Justice League. It doesn't get better than that. And it probably won't. So um, that's my personal opinion. And Brad Bird, according to uh, according to IMDb, doesn't seem to be real busy right now. All right. Well, then either make Incredibles 3. I don't know. I, uh, Incredibles 2 was. Thank you. I didn't think so either. I, 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 I thought they could have did so much better with it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, meh. Like, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. 
He's doing yeah. a movie called 1906. Was he? All about the San Francisco earthquake. Okay. Oh, that should be interesting. Um, real quick, my Incredibles idea, like what I would have loved to have seen, was like a Mr. Incredible and Helen, like looking at retirement, like not trying to stay in the superhero game. And this would have been set years later. So Dash would have been like in his early 20s trying to make his name as his like as an independent superhero, not part of the Incredibles right. family. Right. Uh Violet would be uh like a government agent using her powers as a as an agent. Okay. And that and that her and and um Dash would constantly be butting heads because she's she's government and rules and he's not. And, and what Jack Jack uh, becomes the bad guy? Well, no, I wouldn't put him as a bad guy. I'd put him as like, you know, he's a middle schooler who's constantly feeling left out. I'd, I'd almost put him as like a rebellious tween or uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, but still give him like the most powerful powers of all of them. All of them. And maybe yeah. maybe that's the crux of it. Maybe they don't know where to go with it. Well, maybe he, he displayed powers once, but then he hasn't since. And, you know... At some point in the movies, like in the end, during the climax, is when he he hulks out or something. Rediscovered, like yeah, yeah. So, yeah. hey, anyway. so so, what'd you think of um, James Gunn's Suicide Squad trailer? Same thing. I thought about the original Suicide Squad trailer. I'm like, okay, we'll see. I mean, it's so out there with a lot. I love. I like, I'm not going to say I love, I like a lot of the characters. He's got some great actors in there. Um, I, there was one scene with King Shark where I was like, holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and really, well, I expected well, the actually one. one of them looked like one of them looked like something you'd see on sci-fi, like the sci-fi channel movie. Where he picks up the guy and eats him? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yes, I was like, yeah. oh my god, it's like Sharknado. To, to me, I looked at that. I was like, well, of course they're gonna do that. That's. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know other... Sylvester Stallone's the voice of him. I didn't either. I did not either until I, I some I saw it online or somewhere. But I, I was think like, that Sylvester Stallone. I was like, uh, okay. I think so. I think they're funny one. He could be. It's still gonna be a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm more interested in the dialogue that's going to happen between uh, John Cena and oh, Rick Flagg. I can't remember that actor's name. Oh, uh, not him. Not him? I think him. No, I, I, you, I was on track with you, but I don't care about Rick Flagg. I just think that dude, Joe something, has a really cool voice. Other than that, I don't, I'm not impressed by him. Um, well, I just I, want to I thought it was Idris Elba you were talking about. The two... Oh, well, and anything with John Cena. I mean, because John Cena's character is is Captain America if Captain America loved to murder people. Ah. So okay. that's right. going to see where that goes. And, you know, I've heard Nathan Fillion. He's got a good role. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I I feel the same way about you. I looked out. I was I was getting excited, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, okay. I, right. I was getting excited and then I had to calm myself down because I'm like, oh, this looks, oh, that looks funny. And then I'm like, wait a minute. This is Suicide Squad. Yeah. Just take a breath. I mean, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. So, yeah. oh, I hated the first one. Yeah. I that might be the first time I actually hated Will Smith. I was like, you shouldn't have been in this. 
<laughs> like I think because I've heard stories about him, like he like tried to take it over. Oh really? Yeah, like I heard like it was about him. It was like think I think he wanted it called Deadshot and the Suicide Squad. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And and Warner <laughs> Brothers is like, no, it's Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's uh, what, yeah, definitely tried to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I with the first outing, I mean, it was it was like you were playing a mediocre video game where the characters were eh. The story was eh, but it kept you along enough because you're like, well, like at least I want I, I want to see the end, yeah. see where it see where it ends, and then it ends, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That's one where I, I I went back to rewatch it when it came out on. Uh, did I watch it on video or DVD? And I probably I probably just did it like when it came on HBO. In fact, I think that's what it was HBO Max or like that. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch it again. To see if my memory, like if my first impression was right. Like, did I really? And I watched it and I went, yeah, it is. Oh, wait, they did a direct, did they do a director's cut? Yeah. Or I think Ayers is trying to get his out or something. Yeah. I thought I saw something, or maybe it was just the deleted scenes or something like that. I'm like, yeah, it would have explained a couple more things. Yeah. But overall, I walked away going, eh. Yeah, me too. Again, guys, if you want to see a good Suicide Squad thing, Check out the Justice League one where I think it they call it Task Force X and they actually go into the watchtower to get some information. And that's this... an actually that's a really good episode. Oh, okay, of Justice League. The Justice League, I think it's the Justice League Unlimited when they started yeah. having everybody show up. Absolutely. That was a, yeah. But that was a good that was a good episode. That's Task Force X goes up into the watchtower and tries and, and gets some top secret information. Well, I and now that you bring that up, this just uh, remind me. There's a there's a Suicide Squad video game coming out where yes. their target is Superman. The Justice League. Oh yeah, Superman. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Like that. That's a storyline that I want to see. Yeah. There's a um. There's two of them on HBO Max that have their own Suicide Squads. Well, one is Batman is in it and they kind of highlight they use it they basically say batman and the suicide squad but it's yeah. all about the suicide squad i think batman shows up twice uh-huh but um that was decent and the other one is i think hell to pay is what it's called and that's yeah. de- that's pretty and cool. you're talking about the dc animated features yes which are actually really good movies like yeah, they're not bad yeah if, if america would get over their animations for kids kind of stuff but they've got some on there that are definitely not for kids. I wasn't going to talk about this, but you just transitioned into it. America's like thing about, you know, of anime. There's a great animation that um, I'm new to. It's the Invincible thing. On oh, Prime. Invincible. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, yeah. That is so good. It, yeah, it's great. It's like um, if, if Peter Parker was the son of Superman, that's I, how I'm looking at yeah. it so far. Yeah. But this Superman's completely different. Oh, <laughs> very much so. Um, yeah, and, and so and, hang on, hang on, everybody. So if everybody hasn't seen it, we're talking about Invincible. Now, this is a comic book character created by Robert Kirkman, the guy that is the fame of The Walking Dead, the comic mm-hmm. book. And I think he had a lot to do with the TV series in the beginning. Right. Um, Greg, you know about Invincible before I did, so... Right. So I also want to, it's Robert Kirkman and Ryan Otley. You get, okay. you got to give props to Ryan Otley. You're right. This. I'm sorry. Um, 
so yeah, I've I've read uh I wanna say I, I picked him up a buddy of mine lent him to me in trades. So it was like the first omnibus, which was I mean, so roughly I think I've read the first three years of the okay. Are they probably. following it pretty probably. Uh within the first three episodes, yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I'm really, really happy they did is they kept the exact look of the comic. They didn't waver on anything. Um, it is, you know, Grayson is the family. Like, all of them look pretty much the same. Oh, like, you mean like they didn't alter it animation? No, no, like, just like, you know, like, uh, uh, they'll take liberties. Like on the, the CW show Superman and Lois, like Superman's costume is not quite the, the traditional Superman's costume. They're, they're doing okay. little things here and there where, and you'll see that in different animated shows and live action shows. They'll, they'll take some yeah, liberties from something. whatever. Yeah. This, because it's animated, and we even talked about this like with the Sonic the Hedgehog incident right. a couple episodes ago, you can do, like you can literally lift the exact image from the comic and put that in animation, and that's what they did here. They didn't, they didn't change, vastly change anything. Yeah. And it's great. I yeah. love it. It's really good. I got a, I, I, shout out to a friend of mine here that um, I text him, I said, um, you got to watch this Invincible. I think you'll like it. And I said, if you're not sure you like it, wait till the end and tell me what you think of the first episode. That's all I'm going to say. He texts back to me. He goes, holy shit. I go, yeah. yeah. He And then he uh, texts me back today yelling at me. He goes, Why'd you tell me it was only three episodes? I'm like, I didn't know, dude. I thought it was like There's they more. dropped I it mean, all down. Yeah, but no, more is coming. So yes, it is, it's a weekly show. They drop the first three episodes and then, uh, it's going to be an episode a week now until the end. What I don't know is, is how, many how many we're getting. I'm, I'm looking on IMDb right now to see if it'll tell me, um, it is a fantastic cast. I mean, yes, it really is voice voices. Um, yes, even small parts. Yeah, and, and I, I'm just going to look at the, I mean, we got Sandra Oh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons just killing it as Omni yes, Man. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Steven Yoon, which I had to really listen to to recognize him. I have been trying, and I can't. Now, yeah. ask, answer me this, though. Is is Mark Grayson, is he Asian? I know he his mother's Asian, right? They certainly drew him like that. I don't remember that being part of the comic. Okay. But not that it matters. I was it, just curious. It, yeah. Um, I, again, I don't recall them making a big deal out of that in the comic other than it just, but again, they look exactly like they do in the comic. In the comic. Um, Walt, <laughs> Walton Goggins, who was a guy that I used to hate watching, but he really grew on me. Do you know who that is? Walter Goggins. No. Uh, He's he's again a character actor who is a fantastic character actor. Right now he's got a, sh- a sitcom called The Unicorn. Uh, and yes, I know who you're talking about now. He okay. was Justified. He was the bad guy in Justified. He was the ba- the guy in Justified, and then so many things that I used to watch him in. You're like, God, this guy he's just he's a bad guy in Ant Man and the Wasp too. He and yeah, he usually plays a not great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I thought watching him on the unicorn, I'm like, really? Am I going to like this? Oh, I do like this. And he's funny. He's yeah. super funny. Yeah. Um, but he he is in it as uh, a guy named Cecil. Um, Jason Manzukis playing Rexplode, and he's great. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Walter Goggins is Cecil? 
Yeah. I didn't get that. Yeah. When okay. you, again, what you, you really got to listen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zach, yeah. Zachary Quinto is robot. Dude. My favorite guy so far is Alan, the alien. <laughs> <laughs> That's and uh, Alan. The alien is played by Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Alan's I, I, great. I got his so fast. I was like, Oh, oh, this is, oh, this is funny as shit. This yeah. is Alan. Uh, yeah. Alan comes back. He, or at least yeah. he should come back. I don't know if he'll come back this season, but okay. um, what I think back, is really right. interesting so far about this, okay, is that you can see who these, okay, this guy's supposed to be Batman. That guy's supposed to be Superman. This guy's kind of like Spider Man, sure. but yeah. this guy's kind of like the Flash. What I like about it, though, is it's, it's, it's original. It is. I mean, even which though is, they're using really hard to do now they're using those you know character tropes um yes but but doing it in in a way that you're like you know okay so every everybody's gonna have a batman ish kind of guy um but fantastic and yeah uh clancy brown is damien darkblood yep that's a great character he's got a great voice um he does he always has he but, played actually Lex Lex Luthor in Batman the uh, Superman the animated series the Superman Bruce the Tim series the yes. Justice League he was he, great yep. voice actor yeah um but I mean even even if you just look up go to IMDb or even Amazon and you look up Invincible you're gonna immediately be hit with an image of our main character doubled over and bleeding and, and another character, uh, Omni man, his dad kind of looking back at him. Yeah. Uh, so you gotta know first off, wait, are you going to give away a spoiler here? No. Okay. Um, this is not for children. No, it's you, really not. And in, in a lot of different ways. And it, first, the first way, first and foremost, is violence. I mean, these are superheroes. They have super strength and they are punching through people. Um, the other thing is like the relationships. And I mean, there's, of course, we can go into the language and everything else, but there's like complex relationship stuff happening here. Yeah. Um, to the point where like, I don't even know if my kids would enjoy it as much. I mean, they, they, they look at the flash and the color and my kids are older. So, um, kind of more mature stuff isn't, uh, isn't taboo for them anymore, but, um, but they might not get some of the intricacies of the relationships that are forming. And we're only three episodes in. So So we're, we're talking out to you adults out there who, who have probably seen this on prime and thought, Oh God, another comic book. This is worth a watch. Okay, I will tell you this. If you don't like it after the first episode or you don't think, oh, I got to see what happens next, um, then it's just not for you. And that's cool. Then my my opinion to that is that you don't watch good things. Oh, (laughs) boom. Yeah. You love documentaries, which is fine. Maybe maybe that's your thing. Um, But yeah, this. Yeah, this hits on so, a lot of different levels. So uh, I'm, I'm well, very, I'm very happy that they are keeping it as true to the comic. Cool, me too. There. So, me too. and that's the other thing. I mean, are they speeding anything spoilers. up? Are they speeding anything up? Or not, not really? So okay, good. I remember when reading the comic, and I, like I said, I read it in like trade paperback or an omnibus, which is like a thicker version. I didn't read it in the once a month, okay, uh, monthly comic. And if I did, I think I'd be pissed. If I would have read it like that, because there are, there are like five, six pages and, and it's just part of the storytelling that Otley and, and Kirkman do 
where it's like characters just looking at each other, like a panel or a panel, or it's like one big splash page of something, no text, no whatever. And comics are fucking expensive now, man. You're talking about almost five bucks a book. Really? A book like a graphic novel, like behind you, or are you talking about like a monthly comic? Oh, you and I are going to the comic shop next week when you come up. So you're, you're going to see like for, for your pretty much run of the mill monthly book, is like four fifty, yeah, or four ninety nine. So, so if you were to read through that, like if that's the comic you get per month, and you're paying five bucks for that, and you go flip, 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 done, you'd be upset. I mean, yeah. you'd go, that's not five dollars worth of story there. So right. this is one that I would suggest people go and get, like the trade paperbacks, okay. which is which is a, a set of together, or you get the omnibus, which is like a whole like twelve issues worth. Yeah, or more, um, and I would say do that with uh, with Walking Dead as well because that's yeah. that's it's the same type of storytelling that Kirkman does. Yeah, yeah. So guys, check out Invincible. It's really fun. I had really? a like, great time watching. I was kind of upset it was only three episodes, but yeah, I knew that going in, so I kind of wondered where they were going to end it. I I I thought the end of the first episode would be the end of the third episode. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's, that's what I was asking that's you. Are they really, rushing it? That's really what I thought. That's what I meant. Do. Are they rushing it or no? Uh, I d- no, because it's... Is that how it happened? Gosh, it's been, it's been a long time since I read them, honestly. It's been probably six, seven years. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Because I re- even I remember my reaction reading it in comic form. And just as shocked as anybody else that's watching the show. Uh. <clears throat> All right, guys. Last yeah. thing. Go check out Invincible. Mm-hmm. And the last thing we'll talk about today before we wrap it up is um, I'll just I'll open this up with a story. So I'm upstairs watching, I think, actually, episode three of Invincible, Folding Laundry. <laughs> and it was a Saturday where we're all just doing chores, just doing, you know, getting our house in order. And my wife comes up and goes, so what's the new Captain America trying to prove? <laughs> and I went, I went, what? She what goes, what's mean? he trying to prove? Like, what, what, he's not Steve Rogers. I go, I, I know, that's, that's John Walker. She goes, I know, but we're not going to forget about Steve Rogers. I'm like, I, I, I kind of, look, it's great that you feel this way. And I love your passion. But I think this is what they're going for. Yeah. Like, and she goes, oh, okay. So we're not just supposed to accept because she goes, I'm not, I'm not accepting him because it's, it's, <laughs> I it's, refuse. Um, it's Chris Evans. It, he's the captain America, just like Tony Stark. There can't be another, it's, it's not this guy. And I go, that's not what they're trying to do. They're not recasting him. They're handing right. down the legacy of captain America to somebody else. But I want to throw this at you because I don't know a lot being a big captain America fan. I actually don't know a lot about John Walker. Okay. Um, but I, for the, for what, what you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about episode two of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, where the new Captain America is John Walker. And Greg, isn't that the, the feeling of everybody? <clears throat> like, isn't that what I mean by that? Even in the comic books, you're like, oh, this isn't Cap. This isn't. Yeah. The, the thing he that... was designed for that, right? Yeah, what what you got to understand is in 
in, in the Marvel comics, which I know the the MCU movie universe is, is different, but they are keeping it close, is that Captain America is a title. It, it, I mean, yes, it is Steve Rogers. He was the original. He is the most popular. But Steve Rogers has walked away or been fired from being Captain America right. numerous times. Right. Like he, he has lost that shield. He has gotten it back. He has lost it again. He's gotten it back. He gets killed or something. Yeah. And because it's comics, he comes back in a year or something. So, you know, it's it, to, to the general public that are looking at John Walker and they're like, fuck that guy. He's not Captain America. <laughs> all, all of the, all of the comic nerds are like, yeah, we know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yes. well, yeah, we get it. He's actually, yeah. I mean, he turns into a, a, I don't know if he'll do this, but he becomes a character called U.S. Agent. Yes. Who's a very Captain America-ish kind of guy right. where, he, you know, very similar costume and very similar shield and, and is an Avenger, I mean, for a long time in yeah. the comics. So. It, it's funny you said that because when I was a kid, this brings me back, when I was a kid, um, I was big into Captain America and I stopped reading it for a while because that was back in the day where you could go to your grocery store and they had it on that stand. Yeah. Right. They yeah. had, that stand they had, just they had pick, a spinner rack. Absolutely. Yeah, spin two or three up and you know, that was part of the groceries. Right. Um, and I would read Captain America and then for a while I stopped reading it cause I got the Punisher or Wolverine or whatever. Uh-huh. And I looked over and there was a Captain America in a black suit with red stripes and a star right here on the chest. Yep. And I went, oh, they changed it. They changed Captain America changes uniform. I got to read about it. And all of a sudden I'm flipping through it. And I went, John Walker, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> you know, and I was, I was mad like everybody else, but it was yeah. so funny having my wife who isn't as nearly invested as I am, but yeah. she gets into these Marvel movies and you know, it was just funny having her come up. And I think that's a lot of what America was doing. Cause I think mm-hmm. you, you posted it where people were like really pissed. Just yeah. as you just went like this, they're all like, Oh yeah, fuck you, dude. You're not yeah. Captain America. What yeah, are you doing? Like, you're not, you're not Cap. You're not Cap. Yeah. I mean, that was the, my, my daughter, my oldest daughter has been screaming numerous times at the TV. And she's like, that's not him. We yeah. don't like him. I'm like, you don't know who that is. He yeah. could be a good guy. And, you know, every, all this hate for John Walker. And I, I can't imagine what it's like to be that actor whose name is that his name? Wyatt Russell. You know, he's actually Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son. Oh, that's right. You did tell me that. And now that I picture his face, he's got a lot of Kurt Russell in him. Yes, he does. Um, that's another thing my wife added. She goes, and he's not even good looking compared to Chris Evans. I'm like, honey, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, he signed up to be the poor man's Captain America. I mean, yeah. they really look like, okay, we, will, we really like you for this. I mean, could you imagine being an actor and like, okay, here, here's our offer. Uh, we'd like you to come in. And, and there's a character named John Walker. Yeah. Uh, he is the, the successor to Steve Rogers, Captain America. And you're like, ooh. Okay, they're like, and we just we just want to sit you know, we just want to warn you, um, everybody will fucking hate you. <laughs> and he's gonna go, ooh, uh yeah. what do you, well, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. And they're well, like, you mean like are they gonna like me eventually like they do Loki? No. No. Yeah, they're like they're not. Am I am I the villain? No. 
you're not the villain. You're actually a very good guy. You're a great soldier. You're an awesome American, but people are just not going to like you. <laughs> I don't think they're going that way with him. I don't know. I, I think it could be. I mean, I hope, I don't know. I don't know what I hope. <laughs> I mean, if they make him a bad guy, like he's part of Hydra or aim or something. I mean, no, I don't think that's it. I think what they're going to figure out is whatever super soldier serum he took. Cause he says he hasn't taken any, which is bull. He took some. He did yeah. a couple of things in that episode where I was like, no human does that. Well, and they did say like he's trained himself to the peak of human capabilities, yeah. which yeah. is supposed to be what the super soldier serum was like the original Captain America. He didn't give him super strength. Right. It gave him the most strength a human could possibly, possibly achieve. achieve. Yeah. And, and later on it's, it became, yeah. you know, super strength. Right. Uh, I'm looking at his, uh, his Marvel comics in the in the six one six, which is the Marvel Comics universe. So about John, you know, John John Walker. Walker, yeah, he's able to lift ten tons. So he is. He eventually does get, you know. Yeah. So strength. I think it's going to be one of those things where the super soldier serum has to be either administered every month. Could be or could be. And I think uh, he's going to start going a little batty. He's going to start going a little nuts. And what? I think that's where Sam and Bucky are, and I'm kind of trying to. I'm, I'm guessing here. I have no idea. I haven't even read anything that would back this up. But I can just see him. It's not that he's a bad guy, but it's he starts he starts punching people a little too hard. Maybe. He starts hurting people when he shouldn't. And I think <clears throat> it's that super soldier serum starts taking over his mind a little bit, mm. where he starts thinking everybody's against me. And if you're not with me, you're against me. He already threw a kind of a threat to him already. Like, get he out did. of my way. Yeah, you know? just stay out of my way. Right. I don't know. I don't know what how they're going to do it because they are they are actively tracking down like the super soldier serum. Like that's that's going to be a big deal because they've been trying to develop that. I mean, that's what made Banner the Hulk. That's what yep. in the uh, MCU. In the MCU, yes. yes. Uh, that's what uh, in Winter Soldier. Um, no, I'm sorry. Civil War. I mean, when they go to the Russian encampment, like Russia succeeded in making super soldier. super soldier. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people died to do it. What I was really, I was wondering if they were going to bring it in and I'm really happy they did is Isaiah Bradley. Yes. That uh, was really cool. So and, and they got deep about it. Yeah. It, for those of you that don't know, the Isaiah Bradley came, uh, from a book, uh, from a comic that was called his, it, it was called truth. Yes. Red, white, and black. Yeah. And the whole setup for that is, you know, Cap is gone. This is post-World War II. Uh, I think somewhere uh, Korean War or probably now Vietnam. Um, they, you know, it, it was just kind of in the same line of like the Tuskegee Airmen. They got together a group of black soldiers and just started to do science experiments on them with the idea of recreating the super soldier program. And their only success was Isaiah Bradley. But because Isaiah Bradley was a, or is a black man, they shuffled him away so that they could go re recreate the experiment with a white candidate. And, yeah, yeah. and you know, it was, it's a, it's definitely a, a race, uh, driven story. Mm -hmm. Um, but Ugly America. Yeah, very much ugly America, ugly uh, government, and what they did. Right. Um, so, you know, his 
I'm just looking at his abilities. Train, uh, train unarmed combatant, peak physical attributes, slow to aging. Um, but he, he ran a couple missions, but he never got the, he never got to carry the shield. He was never Captain America. Um, to the point where in the comics, his grandson inherited and is part of the young Avengers where Wanda and vision's children also. Yeah. So there's, you can tell they're setting up young Avengers. They, they could be very much, uh, setting up young Avengers. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier so far. Well, we're two episodes in. Um, I've enjoyed them. Uh, I'm I'm a little disappointed in their banter. Um, I thought it'd be more fun. Uh, okay. Yeah. I didn't bit. mind it. I actually was worried about the banter that it would become this banter thing. But I actually don't mind this banter. Mm-hmm. So that's funny that you and I are opposites of that. Yeah. I I don't consider it banter. I mean, they're just arguing. <laughs> There's you no, always you always have an issue with uh, Bucky. You don't like Bucky. No, I well, and I because I was a cat, classic Captain America fan. When they brought Bucky back from the dead, I was like, "That's the part of the core of who Cap is." You're undoing that. And honestly, I've never gone back to read any of the Winter Soldier comics. Although I hear they're great, um, they're just not on my list of things to go by. I'm a fan um, of Winter Soldier. I. When I watched it in the in the movie in, in the Winter Soldier movie, I was like, "Is it is this pretty much what the comic is it is like?" Um, um, no, and that's that's what I remember. Now I remember uh, at the end of the first Civil War story arc, uh, Captain America Steve Rogers is assassinated at the steps of the Capitol. Yeah, and yeah. that is the reason that Bucky actually got the shield. Yep, and then we had Bucky Cap for. Uh, I don't which know. I dug that costume actually I a like year it. or two. I think, yeah. I think it was designed by Alex Ross. Um, yeah. but for about, I think two or three years we had Bucky cap. Yeah. Uh, and to the he point, was trying to make, he was trying to make up for everything he did. Yeah. Bad. Yes. Yeah. And then to the point where Bucky cap became like a phrase and then they yeah. got thrown in the comic. He's like, please don't call me that. We're like, no. Yeah. I didn't, I, I'm not sure. Um, it's going in the direction I thought it would. But I'm not disappointed by the direction. I actually like how much Bucky is being dissected. And yeah. you've seen that he's really struggling with the idea. Oh, he got some I, PTSD for sure. Yeah. I like I like that. And, and he said that in the first episode. He's like, you guys, you got to give me a break. He's like, I had a breath in Wakanda for like two minutes. Yeah. And then I had to fight again. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I get that. I, I like the idea of Sam fighting with this idea that he's not worthy, but it's uh, uh-huh. it, this, it's going to turn into obviously the whole idea that you are worthy, yeah. but um, I like that. I like, I like how it's going. Uh, I don't know a lot about the power broker. I've done some research now, so I'm fully um, caught up on that guy, but uh, yeah. So I like those guys. I like, I like where it's going. I like invincible where it's going. I like uh-huh. where, um, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is. And uh, I think we're going to end it with this final thought. Actually, two final thoughts. The first final thought is, what do you, Greg, have at it, man. Get, this is your time to go at Disney <laughs> or oh. uh, the Black Widow thing. Because uh, oh, for those of you that don't know, they pushed Black Widow to July <clears> 9th. <throat> 
Okay. Um, and so they're going to come out in the theater and on Disney Plus, which Johnny predicted, though it wasn't that hard of a prediction. Yeah. But um, I had a feeling it was going more that way than any other way. Yeah, go, it's going to be a part of their premiere program. So you pay your 30 bucks. I'm still going to go see it in the theater because fuck those guys. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's they've delayed it so many times now. It's like I don't even care. I mean, it's like the friend that says they're going to hang out with you and then stand you up enough you're, that you're like, I'm not even making plans. I'm not even going to look forward to it. Um, the the thing that I do, that I was like, oh, okay, is they flipped, uh, they flipped the release date of Black Widow with Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi is a, is a C-level character from like 1970s marvel uh it's a martial arts character you didn't see that no i think what i saw was that it's coming september no i saw shang chi was going to be memorial day weekend which is when we were supposed to get black widow is what i saw um it's not telling me when it's coming out we're going to go into research mode folks yes we are um but yeah, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings or something like that. Release date is September 3rd, 2021. Mm, where are you looking? On Google. Yeah, but we thought... Yeah, we, we did. We, are, we already found a mistake on Google in terms of release dates for Kong. Um, And I'm looking on IMDb, which is usually pretty up to date. No, and they have it listed as September 3rd as well. Yeah. Well, so. Now yeah. he's even more mad, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't get, I mean, they're just, I get that they're trying to make a buck, but honestly. I don't think, actually with the Black Widow, I don't think it's to make a buck. I think they, uh, they got a, I think they got a good return with Raya. Okay, that Raya, that. Yeah, huh? That dragon thing. So I think they know they can make money from it. I think the problem is with Scarlett Johansson in her contract, it has to be in the movie theater first. So release it into the movie theater. Right. You know, but I, I but what I'm thinking is they want a I don't yeah, I'm with you. I don't understand why they're like, okay, if you're gonna put on Disney Plus in two months later, yeah, then just like if you're gonna do this, like what what's May? What's the big deal? Yeah. I, I don't understand that either. But um, the only reason I really want to see this is because I really, really like the Black Widow character that Scarlett Johansson created and, you know, and Marvel yeah. did. And I really want to see Taskmaster. Again, I want, I mean, it's not about the movie. I mean, I want to see the movie. I know. But you, I know. You I, I, it's, it's the. I mean, yeah, they just keep toying with us. And and the shitty thing is, is that they know I'm going to see it regardless. I mean, they, if they said we're going to bring this out on Christmas, and I'd be like, all right, well, I guess I'll go see it on Christmas then. And it's just, yeah, I mean, in terms of their um, their timing, I mean, is it, are they... This has to fit it, and maybe because it doesn't have to fit it. Maybe it's just because it's, you know, this is like a prequel. prequel. Yeah, like we're looking to maybe how she got to be an Avenger. I don't know. 
Um, no, actually, this this story actually takes place when she's hiding. So it's after Civil War, before Infinity War. Yeah, then I I guess I just don't get it. I mean, the movies that are coming out May twenty eighth, which is Memorial Day weekend, is something called Infinite, A Quiet Place two, and then Cruella Cruella Deville. But that's going straight to Disney Plus. <gasps> hey, I just had a thought. What if John Krasinski was John Walker? Do you think people would hate him? No. Yeah, me neither. I think I think unfortunately everybody just doesn't like the look of Wyatt. Well, well, because I mean, even when he had that, I saw a meme when he had the helmet on. And <laughs> yes, they, he, look, they, he does. He looks like him. He looks like uh, Carl from uh, Up, Up, the movie Up. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Did you, see you the, do. He totally does. Did you see the one where they had the meme where it says uh, it has Black Panther and he goes, get this man some balloons? <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> see one where it's, uh, it's a, every shopping cart I pick up. And it had, or it said wheels on the shopping cart, and three of them were Chris Evans, and then you had that one janky wheel, which was John <laughs> Walker. You're like, yep, pretty yeah. much poor so, guy. So I don't know. I, I just, want, I just want to see movies again. Like, like I'm, a, I'm a little bit riding high because you know I got, I got to see nobody. Yeah, this weekend. Good. Uh, hey, hey, the, hey, hey. We the are seeing uh, Kong vs Godzilla next weekend uh, in yep, a theater. In the theater uh, with our friend Matt. Yep, yep, going to Matt's theater. Um, and shortly after that, we're getting Mortal Kombat in the theater, which I'm getting more and more excited about. The more I read Twitter, uh, oh, and really? the, yeah, uh, okay. some of the actors in there have been posting. They're like, "Hey, this is a movie, pretty much made by stuntmen," which to oh, me goes fantastic because yeah. those guys put their bodies online and they i don't know why they don't have an oscar category for best up man i actually don't either um we have been trying guys if you're still with us we have been trying to get a stunt man or stunt woman on here because yeah. we really uh admire that profession like um, summer blockbusters don't happen without stunt people yeah most yeah all like, that John Wick, all that Char- Charlize yeah. Theron, Atomic Blonde, uh, every Marvel movie where they're jumping, you know, to beat up a giant flaming uh, demon or they're jumping to a bus. That's, that's them. Stuntmen. That is yeah. absolutely stuntmen. And so. I mean, there are big movies that come out in the summer, but. Um, the biggest movies of the summer are the action pieces, the yeah. superhero pieces. And that's been, I mean, if you want to go back to the first summer blockbuster, which was Jaws, Stuntmen. Stuntmen. I mean, they, yep. they made that work. Absolutely. Stuntmen, special effects men. Special effects at least have their own category, but it's time for the Stuntmen. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm being entertained in so many other ways that, I, you know, yeah. Black Widow is, eh. I'm more interested in Marvel TV now. I mean, really. Okay, that's cool. Even like the the list of movies that I know that are coming out, Shang Chi, I'm excited about because I like the character, and I'm just, but I'm still doing the please don't suck. Yeah, line with I hear you. Yes, they cannot mess up on the martial arts. It has to equal. It has to equal John Wick. I think it's got to go beyond John Wick. I think it has to. I I have watched enough. enough film that you know uh asian film market 
uh, martial arts films that if it's not at that caliber, I'm going to be disappointed. If the camera is too close, if I'm not seeing my actors do their own stunts or however you want to do it. It has to be one of those movies. Now, this this isn't fall into all Marvel movies, but it has to be that Marvel movie where you stop what you're doing to watch that action Mm -hmm. scene when it comes on. Or you actually go look for it on YouTube when it's over. Like when it's and I'm excited because the actors they have are real martial artists. Like we we've talked about the raid on this show yes, before. Yes, and I'm expecting that level of wow. Okay, to watch the raid. Uh, even like the early Tony Jaa stuff, where it's like, what is? Can he fly? Because he has to be 20 feet in the air right yeah. now. Um, that kind of stuff All is right. if they're not doing that. If I'm getting really tight close-up shots when I can't see what's going on, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, there's there's some incredible. Um, you go on YouTube, you type in Donnie Yi uh, fights. Yeah. There's some incredible like stuff like where you're watching that, and you're like, wow, why is that on here? Like anytime I see Donnie Yi, it was like the Monkey King or something stupid that like they talk about Donnie bulletproof, bulletproof Monk. Who is that dude? Oh, I was checking out. That's, no, and that's not who I'm talking about. Are you talking about Donnie Yen? I believe I am. I'm sorry if I mispronounced Ip, that. Yeah, Ip Man. Yes, that yeah, dude. That's Donnie yes. Yen. Yes, um, he did amazing. something where he's he's fighting some guy in a dilapidated building that looks like it's in the middle of a field, and it's brutal and it's beautifully choreographed, and it's a great fight. If you have have you seen that? I'll have to send it to you if you haven't seen it. I don't know if I've seen that one, but the first thing that jumps to mind, he did a movie called SLP, and it's he's got like a, a collapsible nightstick, and uh, the guy he's fighting has a knife, and it is just I remember that in, in the alley, right? In the yeah, alley? in yes. the alley. Yep. Awesome. One yeah. of those first films to really showcase like some of the MMA style uh, fighting incorporated into an action film. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll have to do that later. But anyway, so I think we'll end it there, buddy. We're at about 90 minutes in. Yeah, we got going. We got going, so that's fun. Um, so if you guys liked any of those topics and you want to uh, add a little bit more to it, uh, throw some in the comments below. If you're listening, thank you for listening. If you're watching, thank you for watching. Don't forget to put a thumbs up. I guess that really helps us. And subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Because um, Greg and I would like to do this full time. That'd be fun. Yeah. That so, would be fun. Yeah. For those of you that are always watching from the Greg, any last words? You don't got any of that yet. Not yet. No. All right. Get your vitamin D, people. It's important. Uh, stay healthy. Wash your hands. All that fun stuff. All right. And go Kong. Are you Team Kong or are you Team Godzilla? Oh, I think I'm Team Kong. You Team Kong? All right. So from the Greg, this is Johnny. Podcast out, people. Thank you.